Water wells. Home, home, the house, the, the house, house, the homeless, the homeless, the homeless <laughs> home, the houseless, all of that. I don't know. Buy a few prosthetic limbs. There is a lot that $20 million can buy. Welcome back, boys. It's the unrestricted Vex, the Bulldog RC, and Bob in studio after a Super Bowl Sunday. How you feeling? You over your hangovers yet? You know what? This is the first Super Bowl where I did not partake since I was probably 14 years old. Nice. Sober Super Bowl. Hey, man, I bet you got great analysis for us today. Funny thing is I kind of think I fell asleep in the third quarter. <laughs> but I woke so up. So did the Eagles. <laughs> I woke up when it, got, when it got good. Yeah, it did get good. Look, it, all in all, what a great game, man. It was amazing. I mean, if, if you didn't have a rooting interest, and I don't think anybody in this room other than you, because you were so anti-Eagle because they beat your team. Nobody had a real rooting interest. We just wanted to see a great game, and that's mm-hmm. what we got. Mm-hmm. It okay. was a great game for football, like the watch parties in Amsterdam. They I loved it. it. They seemed to, didn't they? They really yeah. did. In Cologne, Germany. Yes. What was that all about? Well, it's an international all, game now, friends. Were those all military guys? Amer- like they, no, they were in random bars. I, I couldn't tell. I would have loved an explanation of that on the uh This just in NFL, big business. Yeah, no doubt about Global it. Global exposure. Mm-hmm. It was it was really a well played game. Uh I mean, I don't know about you, but I was I was just enjoying watching it. It was like the, the it was like feats of strength. It would it was the Eagles offensive line, and then it was the Chiefs in their passing game, back and forth and back and forth. For four quarters, it was fantastic. I mean, Hertz and Mahomes played lights out, both of them, leaving aside Hertz's one mistake. Statistically, he was awesome. Absolutely. I played Mahomes, really. And it was fun to watch the Eagles execute on a game plan to keep Mahomes off the field in that first half. Did a great job doing it. If you're looking at flashpoints of the game, and I feel like like Jalen Hurts hasn't gotten enough shit for this, folks. He booted a football for no freaking reason and gave up seven the other way well left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing like (laughs) that was the flashpoint of the game and i don't know why for two days i'm sure we've all been listening to the talking heads i don't feel like hertz is getting enough for enough hell for that it's a bad play yeah it was all security nobody knocked it out of his hands if if it's somebody like Aikman or Romo back in the day who aren't running quarterbacks, I could almost see a little bit. But Hertz is a running quarterback. He should know how to possess the ball. Bro, if Mark Sanchez had made that same play, we'd still be laughing at him. Well, right? We, yeah. Right? I mean, <laughs> like the butt fumble. Right? This was the nobody touched me and I fumbled it for seven the other way. I, you know, I do have to say this. There was, there was a slight flashpoint right before that. So... Uh, that was the Eagles' fourth series, fourth offensive series of the game. Hertz on a third and eight, flips his hips to his left, rolls out, hits, I believe, Goddard on this awesome throw. They get first down. They complete another pass. They get it to second and three. They hand it to Gainwell. Who, Here's something that, where was Miles Sanders? It's circled on my list of things to talk about. What happened to Miles Sanders? I don't even know who Gainwell is. And somehow, No disrespect to Gainwell. But he was their lead back in that football game. Why? It's, it's second and three, Richie, and they give it to Gainwell. Who, That's not their guy. Who weighs about 190. And he, he needs three yards. He gets two because he slips 
chooses the wrong hole and then slips because that football field was a flipping atrocity. You okay? think they'd get that right? Well, I don't know how they could get it wrong. Right. How, how did you get it wrong when the Chiefs called that field out after week one? Did they? Yes, they did. So I, the I whole year, it's been, they say it's like a sponge. It looked awful. Yeah. It, it, and then they painted slipped. it. Everybody slipped. Even on the game-winning field goal, I was worried that Butker was going to slip, and you saw the way he put his left foot down into the ground was to make sure that he didn't slip. Like, he almost gave with his left leg because he didn't want to slip on the paint. Hang on, let me finish this point real quick, and then I'll let you go. Gainwell should have picked up that first first down on second and three. He slips, kind of doesn't choose the right hole, slips on the paint, falls down. Now it's third and one, and you get the false start on Isaac Siamalu, Mm -hmm. the offensive lineman. I have watched this over and over. I, I, I replayed the game. I recorded the game. Dude, this was another time in the game where the Chiefs were lined up offsides. And Siamalu definitely false starts. But Kansas City's in the neutral zone, and it is not called. So now it goes to third and six. Hertz drops back, boots it. It goes seven the other way. That's the biggest difference in this football game. There's nothing else to look at. Uh, there's a hold call that people might want to talk about. Okay, that's another flashpoint. Okay, <laughs> first of all, I guess that's a hold. I guess the rules say that's a hold. When the D-back says it's a hold, it's a hold. Facts. But if this is not the Super Bowl, was that a hold by the lay of the land? Yes. You don't make that call at this moment. I don't think so either. And I'm not one of those guys that thinks... Hey, if you call it this way in the first quarter, you got to call it that way in the last few minutes. I don't agree with that. That's not the way things work on on Hail Mary passes. Because at the end of the day, if this guy's not touched, that ball is still eight yards over his head. It sure is, bud. Look, I just, I hate that call, and, and this is why I hate it the most, okay? We're playing tackle football, professional tackle football. If you go to an NBA game in any arena tonight, and you watch a guy try to get open down low and come off a screen, watch his defender grabbing his hip, yanking at his jersey. That's every single play in the NBA where there's supposed to be less contact, right? If that is a foul in the NFL, man, I don't know what we're doing. Well, I mean, a little bit of the unwritten story there is they ran essentially that same play and had receivers wide open. In the second half, the, the the two big plays on the left and the right, I wide receiver it. and nobody around. Yep. So I almost think Bradbury as a D-back panicked a little bit and and reached out to get himself turned around and all that. And it was that. He was like, knowing what was going to go on, if I miss this, he's wide open. And I don't, it's, it's, it's a little bit like you're driving on a road every day for a year and you're always doing 65 and a 55 and a one day the cop finally pulls you over and you tell the cop, you know, I'm driving 65 and a 55. Why are you pulling me over now? <laughs> you know, but earlier in the game, uh, I think it was the Eagles second possession. Um, the Eagles had a wide receiver open in the middle of the field, looked like his hips got grabbed. That's not called. It was a more obvious call to me than what they called in the, in the stretch run, which changes it doesn't change necessarily the impact of the game because you don't know, we don't know whether the Eagles, if they get the ball back with, it was going to be about a minute, 50 seconds, and only one timeout. 
if they get it back, we don't know that they're going to go in and score, but they would at least have that chance. I feel so much pro-Super Bowl the way I felt post-championship week with the Bengals and Chiefs. The game deserved overtime. Yeah, and the one thing a referee official doesn't want to do is they don't want to be that guy that decide, that guy or girl that decides the game. What I would have liked to have seen is, okay, throw the flag. Throw the flag because it was it was a holding. Yeah. Now let's get let the crew get together for a little bit and go, okay, on further further reflection, let's just pull the flag up. Yeah. It was overthrown. It was going to be caught anyway. Those are the two big flashpoints of the game. Well, something you said halftime. Yeah. Halftime was a, a, a flashpoint because somebody adjusted, somebody and, didn't. Yeah, Reed adjusted and Sirianni watched Rihanna. <laughs> you think that's how that happened? It was either that or something else. But but they, they played the same. It seemed to me they played the same game in the second half they played in the first half. And fine, you have the lead. You have a 10-point lead. But if you go back to Hall of Fame coaches over the years, they don't sit on a lead at halftime. They adjust, whether they're winning, losing, or, or tied. They're adjusting. I don't know. I feel like you're playing the results there. Guys, I hate to pat ourselves on the back, but when we first started this, we said the two things that matter most for a professional football team are the quarterback and the coaches. Yep. And Andy Reid, been there, done that. With Green Bay, with Philadelphia, and then here in Kansas City, Sirianni is younger than we are. He's 41 years old. He'll get there. But, But the moment, I think, was too big for him. As soon as I saw him crying, it's Chris Stapleton in the <laughs> national anthem. I knew that the, the moment was too big for him. I got to say, I, I don't agree with you guys on this. I feel like you're playing the results a little bit. I mean, I don't, I, I just highly doubt you felt like the Eagles game plan was crappy coming out of half when the Eagles in the third quarter go on an all time epic Super Bowl drive, seven minutes, 45 seconds. 17 plays and 60 yards and score a field goal. Like, that seemed like exactly the way to beat Mahomes. You take up the whole third quarter, basically, with your offensive possession. You keep him off the field. That seemed like it worked pretty damn good in the sec- in the first half. They were keeping it going in the third quarter. Where they lost it was in the fourth quarter, where, to me, the biggest difference was Kansas City's run game with Pacheco and did you win your Pacheco bet? Absolutely not. Oh, geez. They didn't throw him one ball. He was so good at running it, they never yeah, passed it to him. they didn't need to. Yeah. I think the script, oh, the NFL script let, is in, man. Let me tell you that I lost. Vegas and Goodell sit down before every game. Richard, I lost every single bet you, that I had on you the You probably score. deserved it, I did it, not though. win one bet. That's not awesome. One. It was such a rape. Oh, so bad. Did, it, you're so upset. Did you just fart on air? <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> well, I All mean, right. yeah. The, the, Eagle, the Eagles played really played decent offensively. They didn't change things defensively. Here was, you know, okay, okay. G- I mean, championship games and playoff games won in the trenches. The Chiefs O-line stood up. Zero they didn't sacks. didn't give a sack up. To the team that the second most sack. sacks ever. Chris Jones on the other side, by the way, was a non-factor. I think you've got two defensive lines. I mean, Lane Johnson's the best offensive lineman in the game. That's true. Uh, Look, I thought the Eagles probably should have gotten a little bit more creative with their front four. They were not stunting. They were not running schemes up front. They were basically just blitzing up field with four guys. Uh, I shouldn't say blitzing, but pushing up field with their front four. 
like they did not get creative. I agree with that. So, and and here's the way I look at it: the just the, the feeling of a fan watching the game without a vested interest in the teams. It felt like at any moment the Eagles could open up and turn this into a blowout. I felt the same way at the beginning, and I mm-hmm. didn't think the Chiefs had a chance until about four minutes left in that drive. It felt like a one-sided affair. And if you look at the stats, you look at the numbers. You look at Hertz's numbers versus Mahomes' numbers. It's not even close. It's not it's even crazy. close. It's crazy. So on paper and just watching the game as a fan, emotionally, you never thought the Chiefs were going to win. And then they kicked that field goal, and you're like, are you sure it's over? <laughs> Did they really just win? And I think to, to say that it doesn't go back to coaching and experience, then what was it, luck? And then uh, here's another thing. Here's no, another coaching inexperience. I agree with you. And here, here's something that was kind of cool that I heard on the herd. Heard on the herd. So Belichick always finds out what color uniforms they're going to wear when they play. If they're wearing white uniforms, his players are wearing white gloves. Yep. That way you don't see the hands holding the jersey. It's right. Like green screen. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, Hertz was incredible. He goes for over 300. He scores three touchdowns. How about no one on earth can stop them at fourth and two? No. Oh no one God. on earth. They're- it's an automatic move to F and chains. They don't even bring the chains out when he runs that play. It's like fourth and anything under three. And he just, it's just motor grades. They may have to change that yeah. rule. One, well, a few things are going to happen. Every team is going to copy it. Yeah. Every defensive coordinator is going to try to find a way to stop it, though I don't know how you can. You get lower than the offensive line, or they're going to change the rule and make it You illegal. can't push they, from behind anymore. They almost have to change the rule because that Eagles, the 680-pound squat of, of Jalen Hurts, which you've been pointing out for two weeks, it came in pretty damn handy, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, he look, that I'm a little surprised, by the way, with the success of their short game stuff that the Eagles had. Why did they not have a counter to it? Holy shit, would it have been scary if on second and three in that second quarter on their fourth drive, flip the it one out. where Hurts eventually fumbles, they they roll up to the line, it's second and three, they're in that formation like they're going to rugby that thing all the way for three yards, and instead, quick flip out to whoever your fastest guy is and get him on the edge. They didn't seem to have any second act to that. But I'd be interested to see what it is. Well, something just sparked. You're talking about flashpoints. How about the return? Huge oh, that punt point. return. That was huge. Kadarius Tony. Tony, who was a giant in he, the beginning of the year, they trade him for a, a bag of peanuts. Yeah, and and huge play. I and, give Tony credit for that. I also give a lot of shit to the punter who booted a line drive for about 40 yards in the yeah. air. Like, With those are the easiest 1.9 ones. 1.9 second hang time. Those are the easiest ones to return. To flip big. the script. And, yeah. uh, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles, that was, you know, his first game, that punter's game he was in hurt. weeks. Because he's been hurt. I don't know. Special teams. You bring terrible. that guy back in on the biggest game of your career, Sirianni? I don't know. Coaching. Yep, coaching and experience. I believe when you asked me, Jeff, why I thought the Chiefs were going to win, I think I said exactly those two things. Coaching and experience. And that it won, you it said won that the day. Jesus doesn't like the Eagles. Speaking of Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, he played a very large part in our Super Bowl. Let's talk. Let's Did get you into notice it. the commercials? There are f- How could you not? There's a Jesus campaign. How much money does Jesus need? Apparently, for his marketing, one billion dollars and twenty million 
Just on Super Bowl Sunday for those two commercials. Just the airtime. Yeah. <laughs> Just the airtime. That's not paying. Uh, no, that's not paying for the commercials. The actors right. and actresses. I got to be honest. I actually sort of, you're probably going to think this is weird coming out of my mouth. I actually really enjoyed the message. Yeah. That didn't, didn't bother me at all. Hugs not hurts. He gets Ooh. us. Do I need to call the rabbi? No, I don't. I, you know, <laughs> save it for later. The message of it did not seem to bother me at all. I will say, though, it's a little weird to be spending $20 million on a Super Bowl commercial when you could probably be, you know, feeding people. <laughs> Water wells. Home, home the, how, the, how, the housing, house the homeless. House the homeless, <laughs> home the houseless. All of that. I don't know. Buy a few prosthetic limbs. There is a lot that $20 million can buy. I'm not sure that I got a whole hell of a lot out of those. Yeah, All but that. what's the end game? Because when advertising, first rule of thumb is you're selling something. Are numbers down? Yes. In are they? Yeah. Numbers are down in churches? I think numbers are down across the board for religion. I don't think it's just Jesus having his problems. I did see some Buddhist monks complaining the other day. I don't know. I, but uh, honestly, I kind of, the commercials to me were actually, I thought, really well produced. And I thought the message within them was quite great, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if I if it didn't end with the Jesus thing, I would have been like, yeah, hey, I'm all for this, right? USA. Like, well, I'll, I'll give some money. Yeah. USA. And then it was like, oh, no, you know, that's not like Sarah McLaughlin for the, uh, <laughs> for the dogs. I love that yes. one. It's a wolf. Sarah, it's a wolf. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you got it. Message received. I pointed out to my wife in .1 seconds of halftime that Rihanna was pregnant. And she goes, no, 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 no. She just had a baby. I said, no, 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 no. That's not post-baby fat. That's a new bump. That's new bump. That's new bump right there. No, Jeff, you do this all the time. You do, I mean, somebody will have a baby three years ago, and you come up to him and poke him in the belly and say, what are you having? And it's like, no, they just haven't lost their baby fat, Jeff. You didn't, I'm the worst. You didn't learn that rule? What's the rule? Dude, if the baby isn't crowning, you don't mention it. Just, don't just keep it to it. yourself. Keep it to yourself. Well, the internet sure as hell didn't do that with Rihanna because everybody was flipping out immediately about her bump. You still, you, you, st you still don't do it. I don't care. All right, I'm going to take the shine off of Rihanna. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah, she spent 12 and a half minutes of doing not much dancing. Absolutely no singing, because that's those are recorded tracks. Fair amount, yep. She did. I know she, she's pregnant, but she's early in her pregnancy, quite obviously. <laughs> you wanted to see her move a little more. I'm just saying, it's not a heroic performance to do 12 minutes at halftime. You right? wanted her to bungee off that platform. Something. Something. Like jump from one platform to the next. Like Frogger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, let's not make her out to be Serena Williams. Yeah. She'd just like win Wimbledon right after having a child. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a jerk about this. As a, as a technology nerd, I was more interested in, in how do they do those platforms and get them up and down they were and not cool. swinging. Tech and crew. the camera moves through those were The tech crew was, was the big winner. Um, I just didn't, I, I wasn't moved by the halftime show. It and, was very one dimensional. Yeah, it was like the, the usual thing that they do at every Olympics. They'll bring somebody in. There might be some live instruments, so there could be some 
And there's, it's the dancing. It was, it was like, all choreographed. It was it was it was the marshmallows and and yeah, the marshmallow dreams. The chocolate the factory. Ha- the chocolate factory had a layoff, and the Oompa Loompas had to go somewhere. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> One more problem, and here's the second problem, and this is going to be me really destroying Rihanna. So I watched most of the game by my lonesome in my study, taking notes, really focused on it. It's a real student of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Halftime, I come out. Catherine and the kids are watching halftime, and Rihanna comes on to perform. My daughter, four and a half years old, love you, Eloise, is doing Rihanna's dances, like trying to mimic her exact dances, and then Rihanna puts her fingers down to her cocoa and then up to her nose and mouth for a sniff and a lick. (laughs) My wife and I were like, look away, look away. Couldn't get to her fast enough, but she definitely saw it. The old scratch and sniff? Bro, I am not a prude. You know this. Anybody who knows me knows this. But can we cool it on the complete trash that we put out in in, in national audiences when you know there's going to be kids watching? She was just shining bright like a diamond, Joe. That was was actually one of my only problems with the halftime show. <laughs> it is just... The one two sniffer. It was a little much. It's just disgusting, man. Yeah, but here's the deal. That's Fi- filth. That's not sexuality. Ten, that's ten filth. Ye- ten years ago, it would have been like, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. You mean like before I had kids. Roger uh, that, buddy. Because when you're watching the Super Bowl and you're in your teens and 20s, yeah. you don't give a flying F and a rolling donut. We made the biggest deal. Then you have kids, and you're like, oh, now I know why parents are so angry all the time. We made the biggest deal out of the Janet Janet Jackson Jackson. thing, and her nipple was covered by a pasty. I was at that Super Bowl, by the way. Did you apply the pasty? I could see it. I I was like, hey, her titty just fell out. Her titty just fell out. That was nothing. Nothing. That's not vulgar. That's not crass. What Rihanna did was... I'm sorry. It's just gross, man. That's not sexuality. That's filth. Well, maybe, just maybe, because she also owns a lingerie business, she's got a product to wear their scratch and sniff underwear. <laughs> it's so uh, she was she was advertising without having to pay for the spot. Oh, she was hawking Ma- all her matter of fact. She was. she was. I mean, they paid her. Yep. So who's the real genius? Actually, actually no. no. Here, here's the interesting thing about halftime shows. They don't get you paid. Did, they don't pay the artists? They they get paid union scale. That's it. They don't get so paid a performance the, fee. The However, the NFL pays for all the Oompa Loompas. Okay. Yeah. The staff. I don't know. <sighs> Marketing sorry. genius or so, vulgar? I don't know. I can't believe that we're not more up in arms, that as a community we're not just more up in arms about that, because we flipped the fuck out with Janet, at Janet Jackson's titty, yeah. okay, and that thing was covered by a pasty. But that was how many years ago? Oh God, a long time ago. Yeah, it was. A lot 20, has happened. About Twenty years ago, and this the is sun the... is has has rotated around, rise and shine a few more times. <sighs> All right, real quick, I know yeah. it's about our uh, favorite halftime show you've ever seen. I mean, Prince yep. goes to the top of the list. Prince. Um, I mean, that's a no-brainer. I loved the old school hip hop of a couple of years ago with Dre and Snoop. That was last year. Uh, was it last? Was I that think last so. Year? It was good. Okay. It yeah. was either last year or the year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. It was last year. Yeah, it was incredible. But Prince, when when the hurricane comes in, yeah. and he's like, no, we're going. Yeah. 
We're going oh, hot. Purple he rain said, in the rain. He said, can we make it rain harder? Yeah. That's 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 a yeah, that's a Mahomesian performance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It it was. Okay, so let's roll this forward, move away from the Super Bowl. Let's let's look at what's coming next. Jalen Hurts is gonna get paid. Yeah, he is. Yep. But when does his contract come up? It's this summer. He's gotta get paid this summer. Okay. Uh it's forty million at least. And what are that's they get? That's the starting point. I mean, it's gonna be seventeen percent of his team's overall overall cap. Oh, and guess what? Uh they also have two first round picks this draft. They sure do. They, they look like they're in a pretty good spot. Flip side of that. Correction, hold on a second. Jalen Hurts is entering the final year of his rookie contract. He's eligible for extension, but it's the final year coming They'd up. They'd be smart okay, to do it now. They need to do it now. Thank you for that. Uh they are gonna have to pay him. They have 10 starters who are free agents to be. That's a big problem, especially yep. if you extend Jalen Hurts this summer. You run out of money real fast. Well, if if Jalen Hurts is smart, he does a Mahomesian thing or a Brady type of thing, goes for a long contract, allows the Eagles to structure things in a creative way to keep talent around him. I don't if know that Mahomes did that. Yeah, he Ma- did. Mahomes just just set the record for being the highest percentage of his team's cap space as a Super Bowl winning quarterback. The highest. Nobody's ever been paid more. Well, but look what they did. It worked. Look what they yeah. They played rookies all over the field in the Super Bowl. Yep. And it worked. Yep. It's pretty unbelievable. Yeah, they but, were better without Tyreek Hill. Isn't that crazy? It I, I heard I heard a better explanation of that that with Tyreek Hill on the field, it maybe was that Mahomes was more Felt motivated like he had to, to, he had to, to throw it to him. Sure. He was my guy. He was my guy. He was my guy. And now he has to find other things. And he's finding everybody. There's, you know, Billy the freaking water boy. Put some pads on him and throw him out. And Mahomes is going to throw it to him. Yeah. So so long as he's open, he's going to hit him. You know, it's, it's tough comparing the two quarterbacks. And there's a lot of GOAT debate that's going on. And I don't want to get into that. It's too early. Like, it's way too early, yeah. obviously. I mean, he's Mahomes is just at the beginning of his career. Who knows what his longevity is? I mean, catching Brady is like climbing Everest. So forget all that conversation. But isn't it amazing just, just to look at the two quarterbacks, Hurts and Mahomes, in that game and probably just for the way their careers are going to go. Mahomes is the guy who can make the spectacular play, the play that seems to be impossible he makes it he makes it happen the way Favre used to, right? Jalen Hurts, to me, particularly in that Super Bowl, just made the easy looked look even easier, right? Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, he kept it so simple. Uh, and by the way, dropped a couple of real dimes uh, on his own. Okay. He did. Uh, his arm is much better. He's a much better quarterback than I thought he was. That's what 2023 has proved. Yeah. Or 2022, 23. Yeah. Um, I just—he's a way better player than I thought he was. And this was the quarterback that Saban benched at halftime because right. he couldn't throw the ball downfield. Yep. He now throw it the ball didn't look so now. good on the last play of the game when he, but I think he slipped honestly yeah. on on the turf. My my thing is in athletics we have this we have a really hard time um, appreciating the guys who make the difficult look easy, and such an easier time watching the Mahomeses and going. That was incredible. Right. It's like it's like Tim Duncan versus Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to watch Iverson and appreciate it because 
the things that he does look spectacular every single time. Duncan goes off the glass, makes his shot, plays Seems sound simple. defense. They're like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's the best boring player I've ever seen. And he's he's far greater in the pantheon of players than is Allen Iverson, yep. right? Or Vince Carter, who was spectacular. Or Dominique Wilkins, who was spectacular. It's Anyway, I think that's a Mahomes-Hurts uh, corollary that we can talk about for probably the next five years. And, you know, there's some Joe Burrow mixed in there. He's a guy that makes the simple look even easier, mm-hmm. makes the difficult look simple, and maybe even easier than that. I'm looking forward to it. So how do the Cowboys compete with Jalen Hurts going forward? You hope that the Eagles have a Super Bowl hangover because there ain't no other way. Because they're primed to reload. They have 10 free agents who are starters. That's, that, that's they're important. Gonna to, they're going to have to make some decisions. I also want to remind us that the team that really handed it to this Eagles this year, the team that hung 40 on that Bonded number defense. one defense, was the, Cowboys. was the Dallas Cowboys. Right. It's not like the Eagles are a far cry away from the Dallas Cowboys. Well, so the Eagles win their Super Bowl, and then they fire everybody because they had a mediocre season. And then a year and a half later, they're back at it again, and they're restocked. That's what the Cowboys don't have. Leadership? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They can't retool. That's just it. They They can't think on the fly. They can't retool. They always have money issues. Well, we They're fired all... all of our linebackers, assistant coaches. Guess what? You know. Those guys can't make plays on the field. <laughs> so, I think it's going to be a bad season next year for the Cowboys. It, I mean, the NFC East had three teams in the playoffs. Sure enough. It looks, it looks to be even tougher next year. I expect the Giants to, to take it up to the next level. Because they have a good coach. The, the Commanders, as much as I like to make fun of the commies, have a decent defense. They almost made the playoffs. Bring in a quarterback and a little bit of offense. Now you got four teams that are really competing. It's not going to be easy, but I'm just trying to tell you the Cowboys aren't that far behind that Eagles team. Not that far behind. Boys, I enjoyed it. Have a wonderful week. Real quick, yeah, I want to give me. a shout-out to the Alamo Heights girls cheerleading squad tell me about that the varsity girls just won their second national championship in florida at disney wow so that's back to back and the junior varsity girls won their first ever national champion that's your daughter no ava's varsity ava's varsity so she's been on both of them yes oh my god that's incredible Congratulations, congratulations so wife and her there's some some serious championship caliber ladies Running around. Speaking of Alamo Heights Athletics, Alamo Heights Basketball won their district. They start the playoffs Tuesday of next week against Southwest at Southwest. And shout out to the girls' soccer team, Alamo Heights. They're still undefeated. Wow. They have two ties. Saw Sharpie today at the ticker tape parade. I missed me some Sharpie on this show. Mm -hmm. He misses us. He'll be back soon. Good. For the next World Cup? (laughs) No, he'll be back before that. We'll see him in three and a half years. No, Uh, he'll be back before that. Y'all have a great week. Thanks for joining us on The Unrestricted. Bye. How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh Uh-huh.